You're listening to Sacred Spaces, the podcast for prayer and reflection at Young Life's 1YL. And now here's your host, Kelsey Jenny. Hello, friends. Can you believe we are here? Days away, or depending on when you're listening to this, maybe even moments away from 1YL. Just a few reminders Jim and I want to make sure you know about before we get started today. We wanted to remind you to visit the 1YL prayer page where there is actually a form that you could fill out for us and other team members to be praying alongside of you before 1YL and during. Whether you feel hard-pressed or hopeful or maybe a mix of both, it all does belong and we would love to pray with you. The other thing is this, some of you might not know this at all, but the exciting thing about the conference, whether this is your first time or your seventh, (laughs) is that we have a dedicated prayer room. This prayer room will actually be found inside of the Hilton, right inside the lobby area. Inside, you'll find prayer prompts, art, and space to be with yourself and with the Lord. We have an amazing invitation and opportunity this year to actually experience some art from a man named Joel Schoon Tannis, a Michigan man. (laughs) He creates whimsical art meant to connect us to God's heart. And you won't want to miss this invitation to be with the Lord. We are so excited to have Joel with us this year. Now, your next few days in Anaheim are yours in many ways. I want to normalize a feeling we have right now, though. I wonder if you're walking in a little cynical or maybe even ready at a moment's notice to add a critique. I'd ask you to offer that spirit to the Lord. I know for many of us, we joke and laugh with each other about how we wish this time was or would be. I've heard the rumblings of how it might not measure up to your standard or what you thought it should be. Maybe less of a cattle call, or maybe you want more fun or an easier way to get a cup of coffee in the morning. I get it. (laughs) The truth is, I do believe God is calling us as a mission together, but he is also calling you. He's calling you, you, his beloved son or his beloved daughter. So while we hope you feel excited and so expectant for what the Lord will do in and through us this week, I'm asking you to be transparent with the Lord if that is simply not the space you find yourself. Be honest. Tell him what you need and what you want. Tell him where you are resisting this time or maybe even honestly, friends, where you are resisting the God of the universe. See, the truth is nothing might shift or change, but offering the Lord the cracks and the crevices of our heart and our spirit allow him to meet us as we are. After a season of hustle and bustle and ribbons and bows, carols, and maybe even a few too many cookies, I'm curious if you could name an emotion you are feeling today. If I were to ask you to finish the statement, I am, what might you say? Maybe something like this, I am sad. I am tired. I'm hopeful. I am so excited. I am uncomfortable. I am thankful. I am discouraged. I am confused. I am numb. I wonder for you, friend, how it feels to simply name what you are holding or sensing in this moment. I am. Resisting the need to change it or reframe it or make it sound overly spiritual or cleaned up, which I know we're all very good at doing. I know as professional ministers of the gospel, we are very good at reframing. But I wonder if there's freedom to simply utter the very honest truth of how you are finding yourself lately. No need to dress it up. No need to rearrange it. No need to even begin to fix it. However you are able, simply share with the God of the universe what is true and raw and real for you in this moment. Friends, if I'm honest, I believe there is a weariness around us. 
My friend Sybil calls it the weariness of well-doing. This weariness is different from burnout because weariness of well-doing points to fatigue, but it is a resilience fatigue. I think it's safe to say we have been on a journey over the last few years, and for many of us, we are meeting fatigue of a different kind. This weariness is a reluctance to experience. It is tested patience, or maybe even for you is a loss of energy, the desire to enter in, or even an inability to find empathy anymore. We, for a lot of us, are living weariness in our jobs, in our relationships, our responsibilities, and the tensions we are holding. We are living weariness with ourselves and with others, a weariness of well-doing, if you will. And the invitation to name our emotions before God, to gently notice them and be curious about them, allows us to integrate what is our own weariness and the hope for what might be. For example, today I answered, I am anxious. (laughs) That's where I found myself. And in my own weariness, I cannot muster up the ability to rearrange this. But I do have hope that I will not stay here. By naming my feeling in the safety of God's presence, I am asking to encounter the resurrected Christ right here. To name my emotion before God and be curious about how God will meet me and how God will minister to my soul this day, this hour, this very breath. In my weariness, I want to encounter his presence. In our messy, mixed-up feelings, we are invited to find him once more. In our weariness, he is willing and he is waiting to meet us. I took a class on C.S. Lewis a few years ago, and while reading Yours, Jack, C.S. Lewis writes this about prayer, and I cannot stop marveling at what it might mean for you and for me. And Crystal Curgis, you can check this. (laughs) C.S. Lewis writes, God is hearing you now, just as simply as a mother hears a child. The difference is his timelessness makes that this now, which slips from you even as you say the word now, is for him infinite. If you must think of his timelessness at all, don't think of him having looked forward to this moment for millions of years. Think that to him, you are always praying this prayer. I've been challenged and comforted to know that when I'm able to articulate something in prayer, even something small, or to me, maybe meaningless, it might be the very words God has longed to share together. Not necessarily looked forward to, but if to him I've always prayed this prayer— Might the invitation be for my soul to know that now we hold this together? We always have, and we always will. The act of praying, perhaps, is me returning to God with sobs and words and utterances of what I might be finding to be true. The prayer might be going back to him once more. As always, he is there, waiting and willing and welcoming me to come. Friends, he is faithful to be found. I am anxious. Now, these are words he has been holding through his timelessness, and they were finally uttered, maybe to my own awareness, but also to God. He was waiting to be found here and to hold these words together. I wonder what uttering small truths might offer to you today as you pack and sort through details as you feel your own sense of excitement and joy or anxiousness and dread. Friends, maybe our own souls need a little breathing room today before we all gather together at 1YL. 
maybe we actually need a break from dressing up our feelings and simply accept the invitation to feel them. Are you aware today that you also need a savior who sees all of you? Imagine at 1YL if we knew each one of us was offering the very truth of who we are to the God of the universe, what could permeate in our time together. Small utterances, waiting and watching and asking the Lord to meet us. It reminds me of Luke 1, where Zechariah says this, Through the heartfelt mercies of our God, God's sunrise will break in upon us, shining on those in the darkness, those sitting in the shadow of death, then showing us the way one foot at a time down the path of peace. Oh, that God's mercies would break upon us. And I keep picturing the path of peace being the one that we will walk from our hotels into the Anaheim Conference Center, asking our God to break upon us. For those of us sitting in darkness, waiting for the sunrise together, heartfelt mercies of our God breaking over each one of us. So maybe today, before we gather together, the truest thing we can do is exhale what we are carrying, exhaling our fears and our uncertainties and those sneaky wounds that creep up on us. Exhale what is true in this moment for you. Exhale expectations and performance tendencies, which always happen when large groups get together. Exhale wounds and lies and your own weariness. And instead, I invite you to inhale. By your very breath, sweetly inhale the truth that you also need a savior in this very moment. Exhale what you are holding. And would you perhaps inhale God's peace for you today? And with your very breath, exhale ever so slowly. And aware of your very breath, inhale his love and inhale his grace, believing that our God is closer than your very breath. Maybe deeply inhaling that he is holding you now. Maybe deeply inhaling that he is asking you to come and sit on his lap for just a few moments and receive his tender mercy and his tender embrace. Now, friends, I know it doesn't change what is. Our circumstances, our pains, our weariness, our fatigue, our uncertainty about the next few days, the details and the things that we'll leave behind, the loved ones we care about. But my dear friend, In our very breath, it reminds us that he is close and he cares. In the utterances we are able to make, he holds us and breathes with us. Peace and grace, care and comfort, all for you. And so as we breathe, I'd ask you here just to linger a little longer, sitting in the lap of your father breathing in the goodness and the grace and the mercy. And so we pray this together as a mission and as sons and daughters. Faithful God, resurrected Christ, would you meet us and hold us in this very day, in our weariness and in our well-doing, waiting, willing, and welcoming us to come. Amen. Dear friends, we are so excited to gather together. We will see you very soon. And God willing, we will walk the path of peace as a mission, but also as sons and daughters of our God.